Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to No Filler. I'm Quentin. And I'm Travis. And it's our next What You Heard episode. We're kicking it off with a brand new track from Mr. Twin Sister. This song is called Expressions. song just fills me with joy dude yeah dude we've we've talked about these guys before they've shown up in many different ways on this sh- podcast like we had a full episode on them obviously and that's mr twin sister as you said um they were an early early what you heard i think for you 
yeah, I, I think it was a Tycho episode. Yeah, so episode three, I think. Yes, sir. Echo Arms was, which was their last single that they put out back in, um, I guess it was 2019, I think, was on my year-end wrap-up list. Probably top 10. Yeah. It could have been top 10 for our decade-long playlist. Either way, we love these guys. So it was really uh, surprising and amazing when we got this great uh, single. It's been a few years since they've dropped anything. Yeah, their last record was uh, Salt. came out in 2018. Uh, their last full-length record. And that had some great stuff on it. And I, I'm, I'm wrong about uh, Echo Arms and Power of Two. That was the single that came out in August of 2018. So yeah, Salt was their last record. Um, so yeah, they, you know, so I followed them on Instagram. So I, I know that they've been like in the studio, you know, they tease stuff like that. Yeah. So awesome. I've been waiting for new material cause I know that they've recorded it and you know, here it is. So yeah, it was a two track EP diary was side a expressions was side B. They're bringing some, some funky disco jams, dude. Yeah. And that's the thing about these guys. They're so versatile, you know, and, yeah. and they're just so damn talented, man. They're the way they, they write songs, the, the, uh, the producing, like the level of producing and stuff. Like, I don't know if they actually produced it or not, but I know that, uh, like these guys are, I, I've talked about them being like the real McCoy Q, if that's <laughs> the right term to use. Like, these guys are no joke, man. They're the real deal. All right. So if this is your first time joining us, welcome. Uh, it's the No Filler Podcast. This is our What You Heard episode. We decided to just jump right into it today. Uh, this is our monthly mixtape, as we're calling it now, where each of us bring five songs to the table of just songs we've been listening to in between recordings. Um, if this is your first time listening to us at all, uh, usually... We pick an album or pick a genre and dive into the non-singles from that artist and spend an entire episode doing that. Uh, but we just started doing these What You Heard episodes just as a way to bring more tunage to the table every month. Uh, but yeah, man, back to Mr. Twin Sister. Yeah. Anytime they drop anything, it's a goddamn treat. It's a, it's a fucking jam, dude. But dude, let me, let me throw this by real quick before we go into our, the rest of our picks here. I was trying to think of who I could compare them to. And I know that this is not like a, a one-to-one direct comparison at all, but I feel like the stuff that Miami Sound Machine was doing with mm. with Gloria Estefan yeah. is in the same vein of like dancey, poppy. You know, obviously there's no Latin influence, although... Yeah, yeah, there's no Latin themes. Al- although on... Um, there is a there is a, a track by Mr. Twin Sister where she sp- sings in um, in Spanish. It's actually from their last record called Salt. Um, but no, it does have they they do have that '80s kind of like dance pop vibe. At least their last few records have been more like that. I feel like. Yeah, but the bottom line is they they are just super versatile, um, but have really mastered that dancey funky disco infused um pop they started as kind of like a dream pop band just like everybody else was when they first started but then they've sort of morphed into this like dancey electronic act and they're just they're amazing at it and she's got one of the best vocals i think like one of the best voices to come out in a long time and especially in this 
recording. I don't know if they record their own stuff or if they bring producers in, but her vocals are just right there. Like, there's nothing masking it. It doesn't seem like they're really adding any effects at all. It's just right there, and it's just so... I, I just love it, dude. She did the album art, too, so she's a, a very talented oh. person. Cool. She made the she made the doll on the on the front of the salt record too. By the way, <laughs> nice. Anyway, nice. all right, let's get right into it here. So that was a little bit of a different um, take on on this uh, episode format. We wanted to start right out the gate with a tune, and that was actually one that both of us were gonna bring to the table as a pick. So we kind of compared notes, I guess, and decided let's just play that at the at the top of the show. So you're getting 11 songs today, friends. That's right. Oh, actually, 12 if you count our outro, which we'll talk about Oh man, later. All right, Q. So you're going to go first. Yeah, so I got a treat for you, friend. Okay. So two weeks ago on our Shoegaze episode, we were trying to remember the name of this artist. Um, we had thought that I had brought one of her songs to the table as a What You Heard, but turns out I didn't. That was just an artist that I shared with you off the mic. So I had heard one of her songs on KEXP a while back. She goes by Cat Hoach or Hope. Okay, yep. Really great, like psychedelic shoegaze dream pop artist. I'm pumped, dude. Uh-huh. Yeah, so she is from Portland, Oregon, and she's got a, a little EP that came out in twenty fifteen called Look What You Found. It's a little four track EP that I absolutely love. I remembered Dig in the hell out of this when you showed it to me first. Yeah, dude. So I'm gonna, so I'm gonna bring the track that I heard on KEXP. Uh, so this is track two on the album. It is called Celestian. Can I? 
Yeah, it's great, man. It's kind of I think the I think the way I described it was psychedelic shoegaze, right? Yeah, I think so. Because it is definitely psychedelic and her her vocals are soups shoegazy. Um no this is we try to do this when we can. We try to pick a song that flows well from the previous one, yeah. right? And I've got the perfect this is unbelievable, dude. How perfect this is. Oh, dude, we're going straight into it, huh? All right. So perfect that um, I'm, I'm just going to read from from Cat Hoke's bio here on Spotify. I started reading up on it. It says here, she has recently, now this was written, who knows when, 2017 maybe. She has recently played shows with Portugal the Man, The Horrors, Television, and it has, it has in parentheses, as in the band from 1977, Television, like <laughs> the television, right? Right. The Brian Jonestown Massacre. Parquet Courts. Hey, there's Parquet Courts. Ooh. Japanese Breakfast. Hey, what do you know, Q? My pick is <laughs> Japanese Breakfast. This Amazing. is crazy. Amazing. Uh, we did not coordinate this. Okay. Uh, so anyway, this album also came out around that time, 2017. This is an artist who, um, again, she goes by Japanese Breakfast. Her real name is Michelle Zahner, and this record is called Soft Sounds from Another Planet, and it showed up on several different digital publications' best albums of 2017 list, number 10 on Under the Radar from their top 100. So this got a lot of love when it came out. All right. This song is called Diving Women.
Yeah, I'm a huge sucker for for these kind of songs, man. Yeah, female um, vocals, <clears throat> dream pop. Definitely in the same vein as Cat Hoak. So much so that they've toured together, they played shows together. But yeah, um, it's you know I would put Japanese Breakfast in in like the dream pop indie indie rock dream pop camp of yeah dude of of uh, shoegaze if you if you wanted to call her a shoegaze band. But I love that baseline, man. That baseline's great. Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, I feel like we're just throwing shoegaze on everything now, dude. I know it is very versatile. That's what we're yeah. learning. Yes, it. I guess what we should say is that the 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 building blocks of shoegaze um, can be can be used in many different ways. You know. Oh yeah. You can build many structures, Q, with the shoegaze building blocks. All right, I'm gonna throw it back to you, Q. What you got for a next pick here? All right, so I'm gonna change it up a little bit here. So this is a group that goes by Dominique Dumont, a collaboration between Latvian producer, I'm not even going to try, dude, Ar- Arturs something, and singer Annette Stucci, God, <laughs> as well as an unnamed, possibly fictional French artist. So, yeah, I guess there's, there's some mystery behind this group. Um, really catchy uh kind of dancey pop stuff um this song of theirs is a little bit different than the rest of it that i'm going to play here it shows up on a compilation record for the record label loving notes uh but this one's more instrumental than their other stuff and i just fell in love with it when i heard it dude i think you'll really like it some really interesting things happen in this song so again this is a group that goes by dominique dumont this song is called plus Three seven one. Il ne 
I wish all hold music sounded like that cue. Because <laughs> it kind of had that like Muzak vibe to it. It did, yeah. But not in a bad way. Because like, so it, it, you said that this was more instrumental than their other stuff. Like, are they not typically instrumental? Let me, you know what, dude? Now that you mention it, I kind of want to play another one of their songs just real quick. Give you a little taste of, of what else they do. You're trying to sneak uh, in another song, dude. I no, just did. Don't. Yep, I'm doing it. Just a little, just a little sneaky peek. All right. All right. Uh, this one is called Komeka. It's really interesting. It's got like a 60s like mod kind of yes, vibe like to um it. I was trying to think of the right word for it, dude. Like bossa nova maybe. Yeah, like it's it's interesting. Like it's very passive kind of mm-hmm. music. Like I could see that being in like the, you know, the lobby of some like boutique hotel or something like that or yeah. some cool bar somewhere. Kind of like that. What was that hotel that our dad took us to in Scottsdale that looks like it hasn't changed since the 60s i don't think i was there with you oh, in this, this it's, moment it's a really cool spot i wish i knew what it was called but no yeah like that very sleek uh what is it like mid-century modern mid-century modern. modern yeah 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 dude uh that's that's what most of their stuff sounds like hmm. so yeah again that's okay. a group called dominique dumont gotta be in the right mindset for stuff like this but like it hits that spot whenever you need oh yeah something like that definitely which is cool all right all right, brother. Right okay, I got you. I'm gonna I'm gonna really mix it up here. Okay, dude, I got nothing but slow jams. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like the last last four songs we played have been pretty chill, laid back tunes. Right, I'm gonna switch it up here. So I'm gonna talk about this band that I kind of just stumbled upon, probably when I was listening to like uh, Helmet or something like that, and they were like a recommended artist. This is a band called Slint. And it is my experience cue with bands from the '90s, alternative rock, post post rock bands from the '90s that have one syllable names are always solid. That's that's a rule that you can you can take you can take that to the bank and that check will get cashed. Can I quote you on that, dude? Yes, you can. All right. So this band is called Slint. They formed in 1986. Uh, the the guys met as teenagers in the uh, playing shows in the Midwestern punk scene. And they formed this band 
Slint, and we're going to talk about their record, Spiderland. It came out in 1991. So this record, Cube, uh, didn't get much, you know, notice when it was released, and the band actually um, broke up shortly before the album came out. But it has gone on over the last two decades to garner a lot of um, attention and has sort of become this uh, milestone record in experimental rock. And it, uh, a lot of people say that this album sort of anticipated what was around the corner with math rock and post rock. Well, specifically math rock, because uh, you know how with math rock, it's a lot of like the fast uh, uh, tempo changes and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Very, like, uh, sophisticated guitar picking and stuff. Yeah. So these guys, um, that's what this record is kind of known for. These angular rhythms, guitar rhythms, dramatically alternating dynamic shifts between time signatures and stuff. Really cool. So here we go. We're going to play a song off of Spiderland. The song is called Nosferatu Man. That was awesome, man. Liked his vocal delivery a lot. Yeah, so here's... I, I like this description of it. So, um, Will Hermes of Spin Magazine wrote in 2005 that uh, the album's sound was mid-70s King Crimson 
gone emo. Hmm. Oh, that's perfect. Screeching yeah. guitar chords and gorgeous note spinning and odd metered instrumentals speckled with words both spoken and sung. Yeah, I thought that was a great description. I like the spoken word kind of yeah. stuff that he was doing. That was cool. Right. Am I nuts or did he kind of, he sounded like the singer from Butthole Surfers to me. Well, yeah, like there are other 90s bands that did did that. Like, um, yeah. God, what were they called, man? Uh, I can never pull it when I need it. But there's a, Pre- there's a say what? Presidents? No, not presidents. Um, of the USA? No. Um, they had that song, dude. <laughs> they had that one song. You're talking about a uh... race car driver, race car driver. Race car driver. No, that's not the name. Uh, is that the name of the Jerry, song? Jerry was a race car driver. Oh yeah, 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 dude. By Primus. Yeah, it's very much like Primus. So yeah, it's not like they were the only ones doing that. But then um, I don't know if this this record or that song that I picked showcased the dynamic time signature change and stuff, as well as some of the other songs on the record. But sure, that's kind of what they were known for is like um, ushering rock into the math rock, post rock kind of. Because it was ninety one, ninety one, pretty. You know, that's before grunge really took off, right? I feel like everything when we talk about nineties rockets, it always revolves around. Well, when did it? When did it? What uh, in relation to grunge? Like when? When did it happen? You know, what I mean, it's always. I mean, ninety one was the year, right? True, but I'm saying like it. You know, but yeah, yeah, it, I get you. This came out in. Um, if we wanted to get soups technical, I don't want to. I can't be saying <laughs> soups all the time. I can only you just you, did. Got to use it sparingly. Came out in uh, March of ninety one. March of ninety one. Let's see when. I mean, this is when Nevermind. Let's see when Nevermind came out, though, Q, because this is, okay. a, this is important stuff here. All right, April, dude. No, sorry, released in 90, September. So Nevermind hadn't come out yet. But you got to think, like, how long is was Slint a band before they released this album? Eighty six is when they formed. Okay, or at least yeah, when so, they met. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, it's a it's a it's a pivotal record, uh, in in some in some aspects of it so and the landscape is just ripe for some grungy 90s is the last decade for for good rock and roll dude that's just the way it is yeah Yeah, dude all right q back at you here are we gonna are we gonna have whiplash uh you know what Uh, it's kind of a happy medium okay uh and dude i was so stoked when i found out about this uh so a little peek behind the curtain it is thursday march 25th Two days ago, I believe, is when this song was released, uh, and I found out that two of the members of Slow Dive, uh, so Rachel Goswell... Shoegaze again? Well, dude, this is a little different, uh, but Rachel Goswell, who shows she's one of the singers in Slow Dive, and Christian Seville, or Saville, he plays guitar, and he's one of the guitar players in Slow Dive, they joined forces with... Matt Duckworth, the drummer for Flaming Lips. Okay. And so, so a couple more members here, and and they're also in bands I'm not too familiar with. Ryan Graveface plays in bands Casket Girls and Dream End. I haven't heard of them, dude. And another fourth member, Steve Clark. I'm sorry, fifth member? Fifth member. Steve Clark. He plays in a band called The Soft, the Soft Cavalry. They are starting a band called Beachy Head. Um, it's very, it is a little shoegazy. I mean, it's got to be with two members from Slow Dive, you know what I mean? Sure. Um, but I'm going to let you decide what you, what you think about it, dude. It's it's almost like, I'm going to say Night Drive. Okay. You know, you know what I'm saying? So are you saying like... The, lo- the lo-fi kind of 
Uh, if you're saying Night Driver, you're saying uh, like Outrun, Synthwavy. Let's just play it. Okay. Right. So they dropped one song so far, it and the full album, which is going to be a self-titled, is set to be released on April 30th. So we've got a month to go. This song is called Destroy Us. So if somebody held a gun to my head and said, what decade did this come out in? <laughs> I'd be dead, dude, because I would have said the 80s. <laughs> it sounds so 80s. Like, um, I love it. Not man. just like 80s influence. Like, it just sounds like it came out of that decade. Like, the voice. Yeah. So the way it's recorded. The too. synths. Yeah. It, it's, it's great. Yeah. It, it's great. And you say that came out like two days ago? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, dude. Um, that's cool. So it makes you wonder if the rest of the record is like that. I can't wait to hear more, dude. I can't yeah. wait. Because, you know, it's one thing to put out a song on a record that is obviously an, a nod to the 80s. Dude, it's with, the whole with record. two members from Slow Dive, it's going to sound like this, man. Because it sounds very much like Slow Dive to me. Yeah, sure, sure. I mean, a little the voice. And I don't even know if... I mean, I know they got, uh, I know they got Rachel in the mix, but I didn't think that Christian sang... For slow dive, there's another guy I can't remember his name, who's the main singer in slow dive, and he's not in this group. But it sounds very much like slow dive to me, and I don't know why, dude. But there's just like a heightened level of excitement for me anytime members from 
bands come together and write music. You know? Yeah. Usually it goes well. It just makes me excited and happy. Yeah. Because it's like, man, that means that they're like, you know, they're probably fans of each other. And they're, I mean, at the very least, they know each other. I don't sure. know. It just, it just makes me like giddy. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wow, I know both of them. And yeah. now they're making songs together. It's like when your two favorite actors appear in a movie together. Right, you know? dude. It's exactly that. Anyways, man. So, again, that is Beachy Head. They've got an album set to release April 30th. That song was called Destroy Us. And I'm going to pass it on to you, brother. Are we going to stay in the shoegaze vein, dream pop stuff like all night? Dude, it's time It's time to, to crank it up. Okay. We're going to crank it up even more than, oh. than Slint? Yes. All right, Q. So here's the thing. You told me a couple of episodes ago on our, our Doom, I guess it was three episodes ago, our Doom Metal album or episode. You, you know, you, you're slowly coming around to metal, right? There's parts of metal that you like. I want to give a quick shout out to Mitch, dude, and I'm gonna I'm gonna share something with you here. Okay. So Mitchell is just as gung ho about getting me on that that doom train or getting metal, me on that metal train. That metal train, yeah. Okay. Uh, so he so let me just uh, he shared a couple albums with me. He said his his words exactly. Uh, he said this should tickle your metal spots just right. <laughs> the two albums that he shared. Just as the day was dawning by Big Business. Do you know them? Nope. That's something new for you, too, then. And Gravity X by Truck Fighters. Truck Fighters, I know. They're like a they're like a stoner metal band, um, desert rock band. Well, I'm stoked, dude. Well, Mitchell, I'll tell you, Mitch, I'm, I'm going to jump into these albums uh, pretty soon here. Next time I got to mow this goddamn lawn because it's starting to get that time of year, man. It's lawn mowing time. I'm going to throw some headphones on and listen to those, dude. Dude, that's um, like, isn't that just such, like, that's an American bumper sticker. It's lawn mowing time. It's lawn mowing time. And, dude, <laughs> what better music to mow a lawn to that's, than some fucking metal? That's what I'm talking about. All right, Q. Well, <laughs> you've been sort of like, you're in the waiting pool right now. You know, just got, yes. you got your floaties on. And I stuff. still got the floaties on. Well, now, you know, what I want to do here is just push you right into the deep end. Okay. Okay. Sometimes you got to, you got to take big steps. Are you ripping off the floaties or are you going to at least... You keep the floaties on. I don't want you to drown. No, dude. I'll take them off. Okay. What's the point of being in the deep end if you still got the floaties on, you know? Good point. But this is either going to... We're either going to make progress with this song or we're going to take two steps back. So here we go. This is a band. Very, very well-known metal band. Um, named by Rolling Stones as one of the 10 most important hard rock and heavy metal bands of all time. And listed as the most important band, the most important band in metal by a um, publication called Alternative Press. Okay. They are called Meshuggah. They're a Swedish extreme metal band formed in 1987. Is this one of those bands that they all wear weird, like, no. pig head masks? masks and stuff? Nope. Okay. This is not Slipknot. This is Meshuggah. <laughs> um, okay. Anyway, so uh, how I kind of got turned on to these guys, uh, I, I talked about this um, this guy, Mick Gordon, uh, in our year-end recap episodes last year. Uh, he was a guy that does, he does the Doom soundtracks. He did the Doom Eternal soundtrack. And he incorporated this uh, guitar technique that's referred to as Gent, D-J-E-N-T. 
It's basically like an onomatopoeia for the sound, right? So it's this high gain, distorted, palm muted, like a really low pitch, like guitar sound, right? So the guitar player from Meshuggah is considered to be the originator of this technique. So much like the guy from um, My Bloody Valentine that created that guitar sound for shoegaze. Glide guitar. This guitar player, yeah, glide guitar. This guitar player uh, sort of created this sound, which has become its own subgenre. Gent, gent guitar has become its own sound of metal. Anyway, so we're going to play a song off of their 2008 record, Obzin. This song is called Combustion. drowning dude i just beelined for the kiddie pool man <laughs> you went back you're like i need the safety of the kiddie pool dude all right well uh, you know hey you played two tracks from from uh that one band let me let me let's step back a few years here a decade i'm indifferent to it i don't hate it but is it the vocals that, that are turning you off mm-hmm. for a lot of people it's the vocals that you gotta I get i think over. it's the th- it's the thrashy metal the fast paced stuff that's fine can't do it. Maybe you're not a thrash metal guy, and that's why you like to do metal. Doom metal is, you know, the slower paced version of metal. You know, you don't got to jump back into the kiddie pool just yet. Okay. Well, let me just say, at least put my floaties back on. I'll, I'll yeah, wait around dude. in the deep end. Um, and let me just say, dude, I know for sure that we've got a lot of fans, uh, a lot of listeners that are heavy metal fans. So. Well, there's probably a lot of listeners that, that absolutely hate this as much as you do. So... <laughs> It's you know. fine. Just there's skip buttons. I know there's like jump ten seconds. Yeah, yeah. If you need to skip, just jump ten seconds ahead. Jump fifteen seconds ahead, depending on whatever platform you're using. Hit that button a few times. Yeah. But we're gonna listen to one more track. So that was that was from 2008. 
These guys have been around for a while. Let's jump back to their debut record. This is from their 1994 album, None, and the song is called Ritual. that one all right see now we're meeting in the middle i'm keeping those floaties on though dude yeah that's fine <laughs> but it's about making baby steps q i shouldn't have, i shouldn't have pushed you out of the nest like that with that last song you got to ease into this you should have known anyway there's a really interesting guitar part that happens in this song a little bit later that's almost like a fusion rock lick is that what makes these guys so uh respected and and the arena of metal. I, I I can't. I'm not. I'm I'm by no means a metal expert. I just know yeah. that these guys are considered, you know, among the, among the best and uh, most influential and and respected metal bands of all time. But uh, as you can see from those two songs, a lot of different sounds, right? Or a lot of different whatever I'm trying to say. You know, <laughs> I liked it. Man. That was that was over a decade uh, difference between those two tracks and. That last one I played, you can tell it came out in the 90s. It had a lot of that. It had some 90s grunge. I don't want to say grunge, but 90s rock sound to it, right? So that's a metal band making metal in the 90s. It kind of sounded like that, right? And then in 2008, this is the freaking new metal has happened, right? Corn is out there doing corn stuff. So, you know, you can hear that. You can hear that change. All right, Q, enough metal. I just wanted to, you know, I like I like to... Bring you into the fold, you know. You got to wet the whistle every now and then. Yeah, we had our doom metal episode a couple, a couple episodes, a couple of weeks ago. I got excited because you, you, you liked it, and I said, you know what? Let me just let me try some sugar on him. See what he thinks about sugar. <laughs> and sounds like I should I should pump the brakes a little bit, but you know, there's still hope. You liked that last one, so we're getting we're making progress here. There's hope for 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 Quentin as a metal head still. Between you and Mitch and shit, yeah. even maybe um, Ronnie, I bet Ronnie could help me out here. 
Ronnie's a metalhead? I think she's more into the to the heavy stuff. Oh, that's true. Desert sessions and whatnot. Yeah. Ronnie, okay. if you got any any metal recommendations, send them my way. All right. I need help. I, I want to I want to know joy. Dude, all I can say is you put that combustion song on, that lawn is mowed, dude. Like that. <laughs> it's done. <laughs> all right, Q. So I'm gonna pull, I think I mean, this is one step away from uh, a th- the complete 180 because i think a complete 180 would be classical music yeah although metal has some crossover with classical arrangements q just talk to metallica that's a can of worms that we shouldn't even open right now dude tell that to michael Kamen. michael kane michael Kamen. Uh, <laughs> so i'm bringing a okay actually i gotta give a shout out to uh as everyone knows i'm a huge fan of the local uh, public radio stations up yeah, here in Washington. You already mentioned him earlier, Dan. No, this is KNKX. This is the jazz. Oh, sorry. Uh, they're the ones that bring jazz, blues, and NPR news. Wow. KNKX 88.5. And uh, I heard this song on there, I think, last week. And it just... I was blown away, dude. Uh, so this is a guy named Jean-Pierre Mas. Or Mass. I don't Mas. Jean Jean-Pierre Mas. French pianist and composer of film scores all the movies are french i I didn't recognize any of them uh but he's got an album that came out in 2003 i don't know how to pronounce this because there's a parenthesis around the first letter ombre i think is how it's pronounced okay and uh you're gonna love this dude you're gonna fucking love this all right so Again, this is Jean-Pierre Mas. This song is called, well, it's the title track. The song is called Ombre.
That song just made me grand, dude, from ear to ear. <laughs> I just love that shit. When I heard it, dude, I just had to like pause for a moment. You just gotta, yeah, you just gotta just let that kind of stuff soak in, man. Yeah. You dude. know what I mean? Just like close your eyes and you're just sitting in fucking Paris or whatever. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Eating yeah, a fucking croissant. You know? <laughs> Ooh, that was that was really like that? well pronounced, brother. That's because I just listened to that song. <laughs> I, I could speak fluent French. Uh, that was great. So th- when did that come out? 2003. Okay. <laughs> Again, dude, I'd be dead if somebody had a gun. <laughs> but that was great. Is that whole, I mean, I'm guessing that whole record is like that. It's exactly like that. Dude. There's some vocals on a few of the tracks too. I yeah, feel it's, it's... so cultured. Yeah. <laughs> So this is what's um, great about this is what's great about um what you heard, man. When I I would wager that never in the history of of mankind has Mashuga been played followed by <laughs> Jean Michael Jean Pierre or Jean Pierre. Yeah, that's never happened yeah. before, dude. Only here. You're right. Only here. Yeah. Um, and then this next pick. Is gonna well, be... can I just? I have to say yeah, real quick, going. dude. Just real quick. If you could have heard that song in these AKG headphones, dude. Mm. The way it is recorded, it's I just, bet you it was great, man. Just sounds so lovely, buttery smooth, buttery, dude, buttery, and yeah, just dancing back and forth in my my lobes, bro. Well, um, why don't you tell us about that? Those headphones you got on cue? Well, we got the hookup, man, from AKG not that long ago. They've got this Podcaster Essentials Kit. Comes with a dope-ass microphone and literally the comfiest pair of headphones I've ever worn. Um, And yeah, dude, I got nothing but love for it. If you are thinking about starting your own podcast, it's a no-brainer, dude. Grab this AKG Podcaster Essentials Kit. It's got everything you need. No joke. It even comes with uh, the light version of Ableton, which is what I use to record. This is what I use to edit our episodes together. It's got everything, dude. And if, you, if you're if you not about to get to Podden and you just need a good pair of headphones or just a mic, they sell these separately. Here's the thing. A lot of people are working remotely still to this day. And that might continue for a long time. Even even after we're back, back to normal, a lot of companies, mine included, have said, hey, if you want to work remotely for the rest of the time, you're, you're able to do that. So a lot of companies are doing that. And yeah. Do you want to sound better than all your other dopey coworkers? Get yourself <laughs> one of these um, microphones, man. Well, and if you're sharing, you know, if you're in a shared living space, you're probably going to want to have some headphones on when you're in your you know, two hour conference call or whatever. Right. Yes. Anyways, that's all I'm going to say. Uh, just Google AKG podcaster essentials kit. I'm not going to give you uh model numbers and stuff. You can find that on the internet, but. And that's the thing. We're not telling you to get some like Joe Schmo brand. Like this is AKG. It's AKG, know? man. It's one of the most trusted brands in audio. It's a Harman. It's Harman Kardon, right? Yeah. Our, our dad used, um, an AKG microphone when he was on the radio back in the 70s. So, like, this is, like, yeah. trusted by professionals and stuff. Has been for decades. For decades. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, all right. man. Uh, all right. What? So, you bringing some jazz, brother? No. Um, <laughs> you asked me if I was bringing jazz. Are you bringing some jazz, brother? No. 
I'm gonna play. <laughs> um, let's gonna let's just jump right into it here. This is an artist that goes by DJ Alina, and I don't know if you remember this, but two What You Heard episodes ago, so this would have been our January What You Heard episode. I brought a artist to the table called Dark Pyramid, and I talked about the label and the group of artists that this person kind of runs in circles with is um, this subgenre of vaporwave called dream punk that this guy started. Um, two four one eight, right? You know them, right? Mm-hmm. Q. Yep, yep. It's that collective. Uh, anyway, so another offshoot of vaporwave and and dream punk is what this artist falls under which is considered hard vapor it's called hard vapor (laughs) (laughs) so it's vaporwave but it's got some heavier beats to it which is interesting so this album is called classics came out in 2016 by dj alina the song is called loyalty good good let me stuff pa- right? i want to paint a picture for you dude. this is exactly this is what came to mind when i was listening to that uh so picture like the first doom game or like uh okay wolfenstein or whatever you know that yeah, yeah. the classic like shoot shoot him up first person first but yep i know imagine that but like a, in a cyberpunk world this would be the music for that dude i would love to play that game can you imagine like super neon you know like very industrial yeah. Sure. Anyways, that's that's the world I was living in, dude. There's lots of neon in Doom Eternal. I'll just say I, that. I wouldn't know the first thing about it. You wouldn't. But you have a PS4, so what's your excuse? Oh, I'm I'm a cheap bastard, dude. <laughs> well, it's a great game. 
so DJ Alina, she, uh, she is considered and considers herself the uh, the first female of uh, Hard Vapor. She wears that badge proudly, I'm sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm reading this article actually uh, in this magazine called Fact Fact Mag. It says here, if you've been following what's happening in the endlessly entertaining an entertainingly endless internet world of vaporwave. I love the way that's phrased. <laughs> that you may cool. have noticed a rift this year. So this article is just talking about hard vapor and um, how it's this hyper-aggressive, grotesquely masculine sound. Mm. She's like, oh yeah, grotesquely masculine? Fuck you. Yeah. Listen to this shit. Right. And uh, anyway, so that that record was called Classics. A lot of it is very similar to that. So what I like about that, it's got, it's got the cool kind of 80s uh, synth sound and stuff like that the Vaporwave kind of has, but it's got those really heavy beats, you know, that, that make you fucking get your head to do some banging and stuff, you know? <laughs> so she actually collaborates with HKE, Hong Kong Express, who we've talked oh, about before as well, yeah. on that record. So anyway. The who's who of Vaporwave, dude. Uh, yeah, they all, they're all, all the, the offshoots of it. Yep. All right, Q. Is this your last pick? This is my last pick. All right. I'm going to bring it down a little bit. I think we're going to keep it in the like dreamy electronic kind of... This is a little more warm, though. It's not so like cold and industrial. Okay. So this is uh, a guy that goes... Well, he's got a few projects. One is Mid-Air Thief. Another one is Hi You. Uh, and this is a new project called Shadow Community. So it's one guy. There is a female artist that sings on this song, but she is uncredited. Um, so this is just a little two, I believe it was a two song. Yeah, this is a little a little single that came out in 2019, which actually it's a couple of years old. Um, but man, this song is so good, dude. So again, this is Shadow Community. This song is called Restless Song. Go 
I loved every second of that. Dude, I could see it in your face, man. In, in this little Zoom window. Yeah, I know. I just saw the warmth and euphoria just envelop you. Yeah, the vocals are fan-fucking-tastic, dude. <laughs> I love those vocals. Unnamed artist, dude. We don't know who she is. That's a fucking shame. Yeah. But um, I'll tell you who I want to hear. I want to hear um, a collaboration between Erland Oya and mm. this artist. Or I want to hear Kings of Convenience cover that song. That would be Ooh, great. Because it's got the same kind of Kings of Convenience vibe to it. Yeah, with that, with that guitar styling. Yeah, sure. and the vote. I could even hear Erland singing that. That was great. Oh, I miss those boys, I know, dude. dude. I miss those boys. One of these days, we got the tease from, from the Whitest Boy Alive single that came out last year and then COVID hit. Yeah. And then we got quarantine at El, El Gato or whatever it was called. El Gonzo? We, we talked about El Gonzo, right. which we talked about. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that was great. So that was Restless Song? Restless Song by Shadow Community. Uh, yeah. And I'm looking on Spotify. That's the only material Yeah, that, that single. Yeah. Well, that was awesome. I'll have to cue that up. All right, man. Bring us home. All right. I have not fallen in love with a record or at least a couple of songs on a record as much as I have with this. In a long time, dude. Have you ever listened to push play on a record and instantly, you know. It happens a lot, this. dude. I'm going to fucking love this. Yeah, okay. Man. This is a band from the 90s called Swirlies. Let me just say, dude, I really appreciate that you're digging deep into the 90s, man, because you're bringing a lot of good stuff. Yeah, there's so many There's so many bands that, that I have just no, no goddamn clue about from the 90s that are great. Um, these rock sort of um, more underground rock records and stuff like that. And this is one of those bands. So they're called the Swirlies. Uh, they've been around for a while. Uh, they formed in early 90s, Boston, Massachusetts. And they're considered a uh, noise pop, uh, lo-fi, indie rock shoegaze band. Ooh. And uh, this record that we're going to play sounds like uh, the name of it is like an emo record. The name of this record is called They Spent Their Wild Youthful Days in the Glittering World of the Salons. What is that? A My Chemical Romance? uh, I know. (laughs) B-side? Right, right. But um, anyway, so this song comes in hot and heavy. So I'm just telling you right now, I'm warning you right now, but it's great. All right. Um, And I'll I'll just say this before we hit play. Um, in 2014, music writer Andrew Earls placed this record on his list of 500 essential American underground rock albums. All right. What more do you need to know? All right. This is a great way to end the show, too. The song is called San Cristobal de las Casas.
Yeah, dude, that just scratches all the all the itches, man. Yes, it does. There's actually a female singer on this band too, and it was very very hard for me to pick between these two songs. So if you want to hear another great track, listen to Sounds of Sebring. It's a, it's a track right before that one, and it's got the female vocalist. It's a lot more shoegazy uh, than the song that I played. But yeah, that's what's great about this record. It's it's got a lot of different sounds to it. That's why they're kind of like considered a noise pop experimental rock band too, because they have a lot of different things going on. But man, this is the kind of stuff where it's just like, this is why, I think we talk about this all the time, this is why we love music and 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 just digging right it's all about just yeah there's so many you're never going to hear this is something i was thinking about man and i was like kind of upset not upset but bummed out by it it's like there was a time in 96 when the swirlies were on stage in some club yeah dude playing this music and and it's never going to be that again (laughs) you know what i'm saying yeah dude i know uh, but at least we've got yeah. these recordings, dude. I know, but I'm just you saying, know? like, there are moments in time. It's like seeing the Beatles at a certain time period yeah, where or Nirvana that that's never going to happen again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. If the Swirlies are playing, if the Swirlies are still playing live, which they probably are, maybe it'll sound like this still, but it probably won't because that was '96. I, dude, I feel that way about the Pixies, man. Can you imagine seeing the Pixies back in that's the day? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, these moments are gone. But hey, dude. you know what, dude? I've I've seen some pretty magical moments up on stage. Me too. Over the years, dude. Me too. All right, man. Well, that was it. Whew, this is a lengthy sode, my friend. Yeah, this is that was a lot. I feel like we jumped around quite a bit, which is the goal of the monthly mixtape of of uh, what you heard is to bring a lot of different sounds to the table. And yeah, I know this happens to me at least once a week. I on Spotify will heart or favorite as you will as you call it Mm -hmm. one of the albums that you bring to the table hopefully that happens to our listeners they're like man i gotta check out more of that yeah and you know they circle back to it later this is why we do this man that's the that is the goal is to just share tunes with our listeners because that's what we're doing with each other right now just sharing tunes with each other um so this is it and it's the beauty of the podcast format dude yeah and speaking of sharing tunes we have an outro song yes. by a fellow Pantheon podcaster, part of our network, our, our podcast network. So, uh, Q, you you were you were gifted with a tune from from somebody in our network. Yep, Mark Shea is his name. He's got a podcast called Performance Anxiety. Um, it's just a like an interview format kind of show. Uh, he has a lot of great guests. On his podcast, basically, he just bring, sits down with his favorite artists and talks about what happens behind the scenes. Um, and he's got so he he reached out and told me that he you know really enjoyed our shoegaze episode, um, and the December sound is now a favorite of his. Which I mean, yeah, dude, the December sounds that shit. I still can't get over the stuff I heard on the Silver album. Anyways, go back and listen to our shoegaze episode if you don't know what I'm talking about. Not to be um, confused with our doom gaze episode, which was last yeah. week. Go we've been, we've been gazing at our, our our navels a lot over the last few weeks, dude. It's um, true. And anyways, so he let me know that, that he's actually got quite a few heavy hitters in the shoegaze world that are going to be popping up on his show over the next few months. One of them being Scott Von Riper from The Jesus and Mary Chain. That's the, I mean, those are the big guns right there. They're, yeah, dude. They're like OG shoegaze. Um, so I 
asked him, well, hey, what's what's one of your favorite songs of theirs? And he he mentioned a song called Sometimes Always, uh, which features vocals by Hope Sandoval from Mazzy Star, another dream pop band from from the 90s. So anyways, yeah, it's a it's a great song. Dude. It's, it's just a lovely little duet. Uh, so that's what we're going to outro out with today. Thank you, Mark, for sharing that with us. And again, check out his podcast on the Pantheon Podcast Network, Performance Anxiety. Speaking of, that is our home. We are proud members of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Uh, it is a music-centered network filled to the brim, dude. We're overflowing with good, awesome, music-centered podcasts, dude. We have a lot of great hosts diving deep into rock and all other kinds of genres, dude. It's... It's a fun bunch, man. I know you will find a show that you will love. It's a fun bunch. It's a fun bunch, dude. We're part of it. I like to think I'm a pretty fun guy. <laughs> Anyways, pantheonpodcasts.com is where you can find us. Uh, you can also reach out to us on Twitter if you'd like. At nofillerpodcast is the handle. Reach out to us. Let us know what you liked, what you don't like. Give us some band suggestions to share with you. Uh, Share a song with us, and and if we like it, we'll play it as an outro on a What You Heard episode. There you go. We're just jonesing for some communique. Reach out to us on Twitter. We would love to hear from you. Uh, Again, that's at NoFillerPodcast. And that's it, dude. I have no idea what we're doing next week. Do you? Did we we figure out something? We're sticking in the 90s for a little bit. We're going to do... We even mentioned presidents of the United States of America. We're going to talk about uh, their record. Well, I think it's... Uh, Is it self-titled? Self-titled. Uh, yeah. So, we're going to do... You know they're from Seattle, dude? I didn't know that. I'm not surprised. Dude, I can't wait. Yeah, this is going to be fun. So, yeah, that'll be next week. We're going to be coming at you with the presidents of the United States of America. <laughs> All 46 of them, dude. <laughs> and that's going to do it for us today. And again, we're going to outro out with Sometimes Always by the Jesus and Mary Chain. And thank you, as always, for listening. My name's Quentin. My name's Travis. Y'all take care.
Want your business to have the best opportunity for success? Take a tip from tech industry leader Intel when you move or expand in Ohio. The new Silicon Heartland is the place forward-thinking business leaders find ample talent, a highly ranked business climate, convenient central location, plus an especially low-risk environment for site selection. Where else can you have all the room you need to grow while rubbing elbows with the giants in your industry? Visit successinohio.com today. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 